talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is week four of the action-packed series, Tidbits. Tidbits is just a shorter weekly show that I've been doing where I talk about news stories that are funny and kind of off the wall that aren't making major headlines and just try to laugh a ton and uh, maybe learn a little bit. So Monique joins me again this week and all sorts of silliness took place. So enjoy. But before you guys listen, if you could just hit pause real quick and jump over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Know What I Heard and give us a five-star rating. That would be greatly appreciated. And leave a review if you can. Um, Those reviews and the ratings are what get new people to listen to the podcast. And we can't keep doing it if we don't grow. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you could uh, help me out, that would be ideal. Thank you for doing that. Now you can resume and listen to some tidbits. Enjoy. So week four, are you ready? I was born ready. Tidbits. Tidbits, tidbits. Cool. So, and again, I don't have any idea what you're going to talk about. So this is going to be interesting as always. Yeah, I always like to spring some like, uh, what now? So Anya, just to see what you think. I like snorting into the microphone repeatedly. And laughing and showing my smoker's cough, my my youthful uh, smoker's cough. <laughs> um, I don't smoke anymore, but it's stuck. Well, I like hearing them. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. My favorite part. So first up, this was a good one. Because okay. do you like going to the dentist? Oh, I love going to the dentist. It's my Who favorite. I like going to the dentist. Nobody. I mean, it's it's where I get my toothbrush once or twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> once a year. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all you need, right? And then, and then my tile scrubber after I'm done with it. <laughs> but a dentist in Alaska, his name is Seth Lockhart, was recently sentenced to 12 years in prison. Okay, he had like a buttload of charges that were filed against him that included Medicaid fraud, embezzlement, reckless endangerment, and unlawful dental acts. So this guy is just a, <laughs> there's a there's a law against unlawful dental acts. I don't know if it's everywhere or if it's just in Alaska. Where they just really have fucked up dentists. Yes. Oh, whoa, wait. He like billed over two hundred million dollars for intravenous sedation without proper justification so he was like just getting all this money you know from insurance companies and medicaid and everything and he would pull patients teeth without consent (laughs) so you Uh, can charge for an extraction and then just knock your ass out right teeth out and then bill the insurance company yeah but most notably this dipshit he was filmed pulling a tooth while on a hoverboard So he, 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 let's go back to the future. So he was wearing really big white high tops. 
<laughs> in in the video, he pulls the tooth. The patient is sedated, mind you. So he pulls the tooth, like hands the tool off to an assistant, throws his hands up in the air, and then just rides off like down the hallway. <laughs> and they put this on YouTube to go viral. Well, the patient did not know that they were, I mean, they were sedated, did not know that they were being filmed. There's number one, yeah. And then he sent that video to... I think they said like at least eight friends or something. And so he texted it to him and said, the new standard of care. <laughs> I read the article that was like, dentist, you know, pulled tooth on a hoverboard. In my mind, I immediately went to like that. He like had a string around the tooth and then took off on the hoverboard <laughs> and the tooth went with him. So I was a little disappointed when I saw the video. But oh. what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> he's like 12 years old <laughs> basically i mean i'm sure there are tons of people that'd be like yeah totally film it i'm good you can do that but don't you don't just do it <laughs> like wake up out of sedation and you're like where's my teeth and he's like oh yeah 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 uh yeah we had to pull those yeah so i had this totally rad idea <laughs> yeah he's like but i did break the land speed record for hoverboards oh 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 <laughs> What? Yeah, what a dingleberry. This one, this story I saw multiple places, so if you read it, big deal. It's, we're post-election, this is kind of an election story, but it's a precious one. Okay. There's a dog named Wilbur. He's a French bulldog, and he was elected mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. <coughs> like, that's just a sentence that needs a second. <coughs> So, yeah, that's the scary. <laughs> the scary part is not that they elected a dog. That's probably the best thing that Rabbit Ash Kentucky has ever done. This town, quote unquote town, has elected a dog for mayor since 1998. So the town is owned by the Rabbit Hash Historical Society. And people vote every four years for candidates by donating to the society. So it's kind of a fundraiser event and everything to bring money for this community. Wilbur's closest opponents were Jack Rabbit, who's a beagle, Aww. and a golden retriever named Poppy. And then there's a border collie named Lady Stone. Oh, I love border collie. She serves as the ambassador for the town. Oh. She's keeping her position, but he is replacing the current mayor, Brenneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Brenneth Paltrow. Who's a pit bull. Clever. So it's just like a little stop on the road, but people Cute. love it and whatever. And now they have a really precious new mayor. So congrats, Rabbit Hash. Yes, thank you. And good luck, Wilbur. Thank you for um, electing dogs because, I mean, they're way better than people. For sure. For sure. Next up, a woman in India has filed a case against her husband for hiding his baldness from her. <laughs> so... <laughs> how does one how does one hide your baldness well this was an arranged marriage so he wore a wig up until the wedding so they got married and he took the wig off and he was like surprise yeah hey oi, 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 oi. yeah and so she was like what the fuck is that that's a lot of scalp that's a lot of scalp shine, bitch. yeah <laughs> so they had an arranged marriage last month, and she's 
just not happy with it. She's really pissed that he wore a wig and that he's balding and that she was lied to. You know what? Good for her. Right. She said, you know, if I had known, I wouldn't have accepted the proposal. People have things like there's things that people want and they don't want. And they're like, you know what? I'm not I'm not into bald dudes. I like a full head of hair, man. I like a hairy beast. And that's okay. I wipe my boogers on the couch. <clears throat> that's shit you need to know. <laughs> Up front. I don't. I'm just saying he probably right. he probably right. does. It's probably well, it's probably more under his wig instead of the yeah. couch. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I don't know really what the the laws or like the severity of it was, but they were actually like she filed this complaint and her husband and I believe the in-laws as well had to like report to the authorities <laughs> because they were the ones basically arranging this marriage and they didn't disclose to her or her family that he was balding and wearing a wig. <laughs> What's she in for? Uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> this shiny son of a bitch. <laughs> I took a glamour shot, but I had my wig on and I didn't <laughs> say otherwise. Wow, man, your impressions too. That's a very good Indian accent. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you know me. Aces. So this one, I feel like most of mine are animal related because that's just what catches my, <laughs> so pick yeah. my interest. But so this this next story there was a parrot who saved his owner from a house fire in australia the owner's name is anton and he was woken up by his parrot eric <laughs> his parrot's name is eric which is fantastic before any of the smoke detectors went off the the bird was just yelling like anton 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 i guess would be more accurate did you want to try an impression monique <coughs> anton that was pretty good. Thank you. That was thank you. That was your best yet today. So, but anyway, so the bird's yelling. It wakes him up, and then he once he woke up, he smelled smoke, and so Anton was like, "Oh shit!" And he grabbed Eric, the parrot, opened the door, and whenever he turned, there were like flames all through the back of his house. So he grabbed Eric. They made it outside. They're fine. He did lose his house. But he didn't lose Eric. No. And he said, like, as long as I have Eric and we're safe, I'm fine. Oh. So. Thank you, Eric, for saving Anton. So not that exciting, but I just. <laughs> I like. I really just like to talk about a parrot named Eric. That was it. Well, that yeah. was basically I mean, why just in, I chose Parrots it. in general. Yeah. Are pretty fucking awesome. But if you have, like, a cat named Jeff or something, like. I'm going to talk about it because it's yeah. fucking funny. I know someone with a cat named Mike and it's really funny. See? I love it. I love it. Okay. So last story. Scientists have discovered a new planet, which in some circles is really exciting. This circle is like, meh. <laughs> but some people are real excited about it. And it's called K2141B. <gasps> Catchy. I love it. Fucking give us a name, people. I know. I love names. Poor Pluto, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like R.I.P. Right? So the, the Earth-sized exoplanet appears to have a surface, ocean, and atmosphere all made of rocks. It's considered a lava planet, which, like the hottest part of the planet, reaches temps over 5,400 degrees. Hot damn. 
the oceans are made of like molten lava. It rains rocks. Shit. Winds reach like supersonic speeds up to 3,100 miles per hour. It's basically kind of like how the Earth's water cycle, you know, the water evaporates, it rises, Mm -hmm. it condenses, and then returns as rain. It kind of does that with rocks. So totally habitable. Yes. I mean, it sounds beautiful. Somewhere there's a dad tucking his little lava baby in, and (laughs) it's like, tell me about Earth. And then the dad's like, well, bloop, bloop, apparently... (laughs) Some of them are red, some of them are blue, and they can't get along, and it's just sort of a shit show. They're fucking dumb. At least in this one part. And then they're like, ugh. Yeah. Good night, Robin. But researchers predict that the, the mineral composition will change over time, and then... It'll eventually alter the surface and the atmosphere of the planet. Right. So in like two million years, um, it'll have cooled down enough. Right. And it'll solidify. Mm -hmm. And then who knows what it'll be like. Yeah. Shit will start growing. And And so these, these lava planets give scientists like kind of a rare glimpse, like whenever they find them into the evolution of planets, because they can actually watch them. And be able yeah. to see how the planets evolve. So cool. So, anyway. I mean, what evolution? The Earth is flat. Don't you put feet on my Jesus fish. Um, <laughs> um, so, you ready for This Week in History? Hells, yes. On November 11th, 1921, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier was dedicated at Arlington Cemetery. This was three years after the end of World War I. There was an Armistice Day ceremony that was being presided over by President Harding. And two days before that ceremony, an unknown American soldier who had been killed on a battlefield in France um, arrived in Washington. So they decided that at that ceremony, he would be buried with the highest honors beside the Memorial Amphitheater at Arlington. A two-inch layer of soil that they brought from France was placed below his coffin so he could, they said, forever rest on the earth in which he died. So, Mm. yeah, I thought that was really sweet. So he was later joined by the unidentified remains of other U.S. soldiers from wars in the 20th century. The tomb was put under permanent guard and includes a description here rests in honored glory an American soldier known but to God. So, also this week in history, November 11th, 1954, Ellis Island closed. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. So Ellis Island closed after processing more than 12 million immigrants since opening in 1892. Wow. And it's estimated that 40% of all Americans can trace their roots through Ellis Island. Wow. I'll repeat that. 40% of (laughs) Americans can trace their roots through Ellis Island. Yeah, just think about that, please, everybody. It was designated as America's first federal immigration center in 1890, and 15-year-old Annie Moore from Ireland was the first person to pass through Ellis Island. Immigration peaked between 1892 and 1924, In 1907 alone, over 1 million people were processed at Ellis Island, which was the busiest year. You know, immigration started to decline after the First World War. In 1924, it became a detention and deportation center for illegal immigrants. 
But in 1984, it underwent a $160 million renovation. And in 1990, the Ellis Island Immigration Museum was opened, which is visited by about 2 million people a year. Wow. That's interesting. The last of this week in history. On November 10th, 1969, Sesame Street debuted. Really? Yep. Wow. 1969? Yeah. Holy shit. The show that taught generations of children the alphabet and how to count started and is still teaching kids and also some pretty major like social issues too like everything yes everything was on like paraded in front of us when we were exactly which is fucking awesome it's the most widely viewed children's program in the world and has aired in more than 120 countries the show was designed to be entertaining and educational Nailed it and included diverse characters and really positive social messages. So the creator, Joan Gans Cooney, wanted to be able to use TV as a way to help underprivileged children prepare for kindergarten because a lot of them didn't have access to preschool. I thought that was like really, really awesome. And so thanks to her, we had Bert and Ernie and Cookie Monster and Grover and Elmo and Big Bird and Zoe and all those other cute little sons of bitches i loved sesame street when i was a kid even even as i got older i I watched it because they were really they would talk about interesting and serious issues yeah they were like the golden girls for kids they really exactly like ahead of their time yes touching on stuff that nobody else was quick note about the golden girls because like they they hit they actually talked about all different types of issues and that was such a huge thing is that they never did it they never did it to poke fun they always did it to to shed a light on and exactly. that was always great which is the kind of the same way Sesame Street dealt with those types of issues yeah and racism and everything so that's all I have for this week in history but I did have one quick what. <laughs> or, or. I think you should start. I think this that needs to be a section of this show. Uh, the what? The what? I like. Yeah, I like that. I get curious about shit, and then I look it up, and then I share it. That's basically the premise of what this is. Very giving. You are a giving. Person. I try. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. This one is. What's up with belly buttons? <laughs> I mean, come on. What's up with them? Like, but like, why do some people have innies? Why do some people have outies and in betweenies? Like, everybody's got a different belly button. Why? Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so, the, the shape of the belly button, right, mm-hmm. is related to the presence of space between the skin and the abdominal wall. Mm-hmm. So if the soft tissue protrudes through, you got yourself an Audi. Congratulations. Your belly button is created, you know, when the umbilical cord is snipped at birth and it gets the appearance whenever the stock of the leftover cord bleh, drive, dries up. It's just so gross. Like mm-hmm. just like a little like artichoke thing just like falls off you or something. <laughs> But so it, <laughs> the leftover cord drives, it dries up, leaving just a scar. Like basically your belly button is a scar from your umbilical cord drying up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking gross. Yeah. People have this kind of a misconception that 
if you're like pissed off that you have an Audi or whatever, you can blame it on either it wasn't cut properly following birth or that it wasn't treated properly once like the baby was home. So some people are like, thanks, mom and dad. That has nothing to do with how it's formed. It's all how your body heals. Some people don't have a belly button at all. Like it's just kind of even, which I have seen. And it's kind of like, oh, like it, it's a little alarming. Yeah. It's like, that's a doll. That's not, that's yeah. a life-size doll. Okay. That's not real. Yeah. That's even weirder. That can be caused, you know, like if you, if you don't really have a belly button, belly button, it's usually because you as an infant probably had a surgery, like an umbilical hernia or something that had to be repaired. And so. Yeah. And it feels different. Yeah. People have like umbilicoplasties or whatever and have their Audis corrected or make their belly button prettier or make it look like a question mark. <laughs> a question mark. The first person that has plastic surgery to make their belly button look like a question mark in the logo of the Know What I Heard podcast. The ear question mark <laughs> belly button. Yeah. Yep. Well, what will you give them, Jamie? <clears throat> High five. That's, that's all I can afford, guys. And I just bought a new box of Sharpie fine point tips. So I'll give you some of those and cool. a high five. <laughs> you're so fucking generous. I can't. I mean, it's you're, a fine point with Sharpie. Your knowledge. You're, you're generous with, you know, your, I, your pens. It's, yeah. I like to write with them. You're a true fucking American hero. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So anyway, fun fact, belly buttons. That's why. I mean, I, I think there people are less weird about their assholes than they are about their navels. Well, but your your asshole doesn't show at the swimming pool, hopefully. <laughs> well, it shouldn't. Depends on what swimming pool you're at, yeah. I guess. Or how long it takes you to dive. Because then if you're really just... <laughs> <laughs> it could happen, I guess. And everybody's like, just go in, Davey. See your asshole. <laughs> Or if you're in the pool and somebody's cannonballing in, you might be at an angle. Hopefully see. you're not, because if they're cannonballing and they got their knees to their chest and you're looking at their asshole. Exactly. And it's coming in hot and you're just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you are the fucking target, my friend. The big brown eyes come right <laughs> at you. That's gross. Yeah. How'd that ended up with that asshole? Gizzy you, you scumbag. That's true. So... All right. Well, keep you keep it real, Monique. I, I'll keep it real um, if you keep it real, Jamie. No. <laughs> then I shan't keep it real. Thank you for another riveting episode of Tidbits. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so very much. I love doing this podcast and just appreciate your support. So thank you so much. And I hope you continue to listen. If you guys have any ideas for the show, if you've got any news stories that you think would be perfect for tidbits or show ideas, interview ideas, anything, let me know. Feel free to send me an email at knowwhatiheard at gmail.com. You can also message me through Instagram or Facebook. The Facebook page is Know What I Heard Podcast. But again, feel free to just say hi or shoot me some ideas. Any ideas are greatly, greatly appreciated. So again, thank you guys so, so much for listening. And uh, until next time, hey, know what I heard? <laughs>